uh, pursuant to Governor Baker's March 12, 2020 order suspending certain provisions of the open meeting law, General Law Chapter 30, 30A, Subchapter 18, and the Governor's March 15, 2020 order imposing strict limitations on the number of people that may gather in one place. This meeting of the Medford Licensing Commission will be conducted via remote participation to the greatest extent possible. Specific information in the general guidelines for remote participation by members of the public and or parties with a right and or requirement to attend this meeting can be found on the City of Medford's website at medfordma.org. For this meeting, members of the public who wish to listen or watch the meeting may do so by accessing the meeting link contained herein. No in-person attendance of members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately access the proceedings in real time via technological means. In the event that we are unable to do so, despite best efforts, we will post on the City of Medford or media community, the media website, an audio or video recording, transcript or other comprehensive record of proceedings as soon as possible after the meeting. Um, this meeting of the Medford Licensing Committee via remote um, Zoom meeting uh, will commence um, on September 16th, 2020 at 1 p.m. and I have it after 1 p.m. so I will convene the meeting to order. Um, first thing on the agenda is to um, approve the minutes from the July 30th um, 2020 license commission meeting. Um, yeah, I guess I, uh, I, uh, Daria, nice job as always. Um, uh, I motion to approve the uh, minutes of the July uh, 30th meeting. Great. Um, yep. I, I read them as well. And I would second that motion that Alan made. Great. All those in favor. Aye. 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 So, uh, just for purposes of, Flowing through, um, I am, and letting everybody know, I'm James Flynn, Chairman of the uh, Licensing Commission, uh, joined by my fellow commissioners, Alan Matarano and Ben O'Sullivan-Pierce. Um, and we will proceed to um, uh, the next item on the agenda, which is um, Colwyn Management, Inc., doing business as AC Hotel by Marriott Medford for a change of manager. If those parties could identify themselves uh, by name and address for the record. Yep. Good afternoon, uh, Mr. Chairman and members of the commission. My name is John Aida, McDermott, Quilty and Miller, located at 28 State Street in Boston. Here on behalf of the applicant uh, and also in attendance is uh, David Petak. Uh, I see him on as well. He is the proposed manager of record. Great. And Mr. Chairman, just briefly by way of experience, um, Mr. Petak has nearly 10 years experience in the hospitality industry. He um, is TIPS trained and certified, and he's also been vetted um, by the ABCC as a prior manager of record and has been approved as such. So he is familiar with the rules and regulations and the laws of the Commonwealth. Thank you very um, much. That very much. Thank you. Uh, did, could we hear a little from himself, a little background? I, I, do, I do appreciate your little narrative, uh, do you mind? David, I think you're on mute. Yeah, he's on mute. Yeah. <laughs> now you're good. Thank you, go. David. We always like to, you know, hear a little, you know, you know, a voice with the face, especially in these crazy COVID times. So 
you don't mind a little background, that would be nice. Can you, hear you? Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. So, <laughs> hi everybody, my name is David. Um, been here at the AC Hotel for just a couple months now. Um, been with Colwyn Management for two years um, as of the beginning of the month. Um, I've held the, the, um, the liquor license at two other properties, one for Colwyn and one for my former company, Global Vision Hotels, uh, back in, I believe, 2016 at the Holiday in Mansfield. Um, been in the hospitality industry, um, like John had said, just about 10 years now, went to school for it and everything. Um, and, um, you know, very dedicated, always here, always making sure that we're doing the right things, um, especially when it comes to alcohol sales and especially during this crazy time that we're all going through. So um, if you have guys had any other questions, it'd be great to hear them. Be more than happy to answer them for you. When did the last manager, um, when, when did he or she leave, Connor? Uh, it was mid to end of May, I believe. Mid to end of May. Thank you. Yeah. Did she leave the company or just move to another hotel? Uh, no, he left the company completely. He moved out to uh, California. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I I just had a question. This is kind of for the the board too. Did did we just approve a change yeah. manager for this? Yeah. That was like I think that was May. a month ago. Yeah. Um, oh, but they, if they left in May, then who's been the manager in the interim? I have. Okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> cause they couldn't have stayed very long cause we had them. Yeah, um, he wasn't. Did they stay one day? <laughs> he was here. He was with the company for a couple of years. Uh, he yeah. was just at this specific property for about a month, maybe a month and a half. Okay. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the right fit, I guess. So. Yeah. I'm sure David can tell you it's not uncommon, especially in the hotel industry. Um, a lot of times, like David, will get shuffled. Sometimes it's his choice. Sometimes it's it's corporate's choice. Um, you know, sometimes the the fit is could be six months, a year. Hopefully, you stay long term. But uh, unfortunately, it is very common, especially in the hotel industry, to to change. Yeah. Am I correct, David? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. my uh, my brother works for the Noble House, uh, those hotels, and, and yeah, he's, he gets put all over the place. Yeah, so we, we really yeah. try our best to, to get the applications in as timely as we can, yep. um, obviously. Yep. So. Yeah. And you've been with them how long, David? I know you answered that. Uh, two years as of September 8th. Thank you. Your, your attorney did a nice job giving us the background of your liquor experience, so I, I see no need to go down that route. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do not have any other questions. Yeah, I I, I agree. I uh, I don't have any questions. Uh, ben, I'd be happy to make the motion, or do you want to make a motion? Um, yeah, take it away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I motion to accept the change of manager for the the AC uh, hotel here in Medford. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? None. Change of management yes. has been approved. Great. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank guys. You. Good luck, David. Thank, thank you. Guys. Good luck. Take care. Right. Good luck. <clears throat> Next item on my agenda is the um, change of manager for the Medford Lodge uh, of Elks on uh, Washington Street in Medford.
Yep. Arthur, that's you. Yeah, he's here. Hi, Arthur. Can you take it off mute? Yeah, you're you mute. It, Arthur. You're on mute, Arthur. You're on mute. That's not something you can do, Daria, is it? Um, it's at the bottom left, Arthur. Yeah. <clears throat> he might be doing it through his phone. Oh, we can't hear you, Arthur. If you hold the space bar, if it's on your computer, that would work too. Yeah. Hey, there you go. All right. Hey, go. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Cause... No, you're fine. You're no fine. problem. That's great. Right. No we're all problem. learning together. The author, yeah. we're all learning together. I, I know it's so inconvenient, but it has to be done. It has to be done. Yeah. yeah no problem. So, Arthur, you're uh, the new manager at the Elks? Uh, yes. Yes. I just got nominated, you know, in July. Got nominated. Thank but you. I get this going, yes. And um, have you been a member of the Elks for some time? Uh, yes, I have for about three, four years now. I see. Okay. And tell us a little bit about Portobello's. Is that a restaurant? Uh, yes, I, I owned and managed Portobello's for 22 years. Uh, up until a year and a half ago, I uh, sold it. And um, here I am. So I'm very uh, familiarized with, uh, you know, the, the alcoholic, you know, all the laws and, you know, Cons and pros, you know, about the whole situation, you know, dealing with bartenders and so forth, you know. Where were those restaurants, Arthur? Uh, in Wakefield. 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 Was Wakefield. it just one restaurant? Just, just one restaurant, Thank yes. you. Thank yes. you. And what happened to the prior manager, Tom Brennan? Uh, from what I understand, with the, the COVID-19, you know, back in March, they, they closed down, and I guess he got promoted in his job. I, I guess he's a firefighter. And he got, uh, he's going up with a, a different position within the, the, the depart department. So from what I understand, he um, resigned. <clears throat> resigned. Okay, thank you. So he's no longer a member of the club? I'm not sure about being a member, but he's no, no longer in charge with the... Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I have a question. Arthur, sure. do, you, do you have certification in terms of tips or uh, yes, the training? Do. Uh, yes, I do. Is that in the application? I might just be missing it. If it's not there, uh, I just did the whole thing over again with a, a tip certifier. And from what I understand, everything is all backed up. So I do have the information in case uh, you folks need to get a hold of him and he'll be able to explain that I'm all set to go and so forth. I physically have not gotten the certification itself. Ah. I have okay. the date and so forth because that's all backed up. As a matter of fact, I just got the uh, the safe serve that just came in, and he told me that was going to be taking a month or so. That, that actually came in quicker than uh, what we expected. But you've already passed the tips. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm all set with the tips and so forth. Yeah. So maybe to satisfy my fellow commissioner's question, sure. um, if you could submit to the secretary, you know, subsequent to this meeting or when you get it, um, that documentation just for the file, I think would be helpful. That's Absolutely, and I intend to do that. Is that okay with you, Ben? Yeah, and that sounds good. Yeah, um, no, that's a good, that's a good compromise. Yeah. Um, and you I, I, could, I could actually go down and give you folks also the, 
the instructor, okay? Just in case we keep that in file. In case there's a question within the other, yeah, you need to call them. I'll be more than glad to do that. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say that because I know there's 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 two parts of it. So yeah. we'll take what you have for okay. now. Sure. All right. All right. Perfect. That'd be great. You know, the other thing, Daria, we should, as a normal rule, share with these applicants um, the rules and regulations that are on file. Uh, are they online by any chance, Daria? I have no I have to review it because, okay. I mean, um, I'll get into that once we're done. But Yeah. Let's just assume for the purpose of this meeting that we send them, a, um, you know, an email, um, you know, with the rules and regulations that apply to whatever um, their license may involve, just so that they understand what the expectations are uh, from every license holder, especially the managers. I assume you must have their email information diary, like authors and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, because okay. they um, put it on the application. That's fine. Yeah, I think that'd be very helpful so that uh, we should do that as a normal course going forward, if you don't mind. I think, yeah, that's a good idea because I didn't even know about the TIPS certified question until right. you asked. Yep. That one time. Yep. No, it's a good question. And thank you, Ben. Uh, and that is a great question. I, I'm sorry, Arthur. Um, yes. uh, but, but Jim, do, do we ask for the, the, the TIP certified card from all, all our um, uh, restaurants? We try to. It's not a requirement. You cannot deny somebody for not being TIP certified. But I think it's a mm -hmm. due diligence question and, and should be asked. Uh, okay. I don't see any reason why anybody, you know, should be opposed to doing it, but it is not an ABCC re re requirement. I say it's good practice. Yeah, you have it. And I think it's a good question to ask, but you can't, you cannot deny somebody because they opted not to do it. I say, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And especially since Arthur already has went, went through the process and got right. it. It's it's uh, it's just good that we have it on file. Like it, you know, helps our strengthens our relationship knowing that he has that uh, that certification. I think. I agree. No, I agree. I agree. So um, yeah, I I'm sorry. I don't I don't have any other questions. That, no, I don't either. Yeah. Um, now, Arthur Portobello's, didn't you have a big giant dish? I think I ate there, ate your restaurant one time. It probably have. I have I had a lot of folks from Metro and Somerville. I'm from Somerville originally. Yeah. And uh, we used to have a, I mean, a big seafood dish used to be coming in. Yeah. And uh, we also had a nice dish, was very famous, was the Porterhouse steak, the Portobello Porterhouse steak, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, no, I remember the big dish of seafood. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to digress. No, no, that's fine. Yeah. That's Thank fine. you for bringing that up. <laughs> so you retired now except for doing this, Arthur, I assume. Uh, at this point, I, I do a little, I've been doing, I was doing a little consulting on the side uh, yeah. with a couple, couple of the restaurants, but as of March, April, I stopped doing that because of COVID-19, okay. you know, so. Yeah. Yes. Arthur, one thing I would just mention is some, you know, I, I mean, I've been in this seat maybe two years, almost two years or so, or or so some some of the only some of the things we've seen in the past that have had to come back in front of us is if uh, at a club is if there's ever a problem or something with the members or something like that and then they kind of try to settle it with themselves or, or this is even at restaurants they don't and they don't call the police and things like that then their their license ends up 
being in uh, something where we have to, you know, discuss that with them. And so I, I would just say if, when you're in that position, you're kind of in, in charge in a way and like, you know, yeah. making all the sound decisions and things like that. And it's always important to be, you know, uh, really looking out for the best interests of the club and their, you know, being able to operate and have the license and everything. And it, you know, so if, um, <clears throat> wherever the police were supposed to be called and then they weren't, the police ends up sort of bringing that up to us. Oh. So yeah, just hopefully that would never happen, but just in case. Yeah. You know. Okay. You never thank know. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, but I don't have anything else. I mean, uh, no, I don't have any other further questions. So a motion would be in order. Um, yeah, I'll make a motion to approve um, the change of manager here uh, for Arthur. Yeah. The Elks, the Elks Club. Club. Yep. yep. All those in favor? Uh, I second. I second, second the motion. Yep. Thank you. That's right. Yep. yep. That's great. Yep. Well, I your approve. Vice, yeah. Your change of manager has been approved. So um, we uh, wish you all the best, Arthur. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, just send over to the secretary whatever you do get for that tip when you get it. I, I will. I'll be there. All right. Thank you Good very luck, much. Good luck, Arthur. Thank you. Good luck, Arthur. Have a great day. Thank you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank bye. you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Arthur. So um, the next thing on the agenda is the um, uh, requirements for outdoor dining in Somerville. So I wanted to put this on the agenda because the chairman of the licensing commission uh, in Somerville contacted me, I guess about a month ago, Daria, give or take. Yeah. And um, he wanted to um, express his concern um, regarding restaurants um, uh, on or about the near the Tufts <laughs> campus. And um, yeah. You know, he was concerned about how they were going to deal with the influx of students. And, um, you know, he felt very strongly that he was going to contact every restaurant and, and uh, deliver this requirement uh, for outdoor dining in some of the restaurants, which Daria was kind enough to pass around. And um, he thought we should do the same. You know, I told him, look, at, we'll put it on our next meeting, which was scheduled for September. I said, um, you know, our position is that license holders uh, are required to follow the rules and regulations um, and requirements uh, to have indoor or outdoor dining. And that I didn't think it was necessary for us to take any more action or to contact every restaurant holder. Uh, I told him I'd bring it up and pass around his letter that he was so kind to share with us. Um, and uh, he, at that time, was just overly concerned that every student coming back on the Tufts campus was going to be, you know, in either a Medford or Somerville restaurant causing, you know, uh, a lot of problems. Uh, as time has gone by, uh, I think we have found that that's not been the case. Um, and I'm glad that we we that I, you know, made the decision to just bring it up here as a, as an agenda item. But I think um, our restaurant holders have got enough to deal with without dealing with over uh, ordinances or other commissions trying to tell them how to run their business. So uh, I bring it up more as an informational uh, point 
and uh, just to show what the neighboring city is doing um, and um, uh, put it in front of you. Uh, but I, I just, uh, uh, I felt very strongly that um, they're under enough pressure, the restaurant operators. Um, and uh, he understood my position, didn't agree with it, you know, thought that we were making a mistake by not contacting every restaurant holder in the city. Um, and, um, and that's the reason it's here in front of you all today. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Jim. I, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I looked at it, he's got stuff in here about overcrowding, unsafe behavior, you right. know, unruly behavior, you know, that's, uh, you know, it, 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 that's not the case here. Um, uh, I think the, you're absolutely right. The, the owner is up there up in the hillside or any of them that are close to Tufts university mm -hmm. are taking the necessary precautions to be safe and, and keep their, their own staff and their customers safe. So uh, I agree. Um, these are, when you read them through, they're, they're a little overreaching, but some of it is common sense to everybody whether you're near tops or not near tops. So right. uh, I do thank you for bringing this to our attention. Thank you. The only other thing I wanted to bring up, and, and I think you're all aware of this, uh, it, I did not put it on the agenda and um, I just wanted it more as an informational thing, but I, I know you've all been copied by me on a lot of the um, communications uh, regarding the porch. Yep. Um, and I didn't think it was necessary to belabor uh, each one of those, although I'm happy to answer any questions uh, any may, anybody may have. Um, you know, I just wanted to bring you up to date with what's happened um, since then. Um, and again, feel free to ask any questions regarding, you know, the history prior to, um, you know, the updates. I shared with you every email that I either got from the porch or or uh, received from the mayor and I think and or uh, Detective Lockowitz and I, right. I think I also shared with you all my responses to each one of them and actually some of them came from Daria and and I try to keep everybody in the loop. Um, you know, since then I've received a couple of phone calls, um, you know, from the porch, um, and it is my understanding that they have ceased outdoor entertainment. Um, it is also um, my understanding that they have um, uh, potentially uh, excessive outdoor seating at the moment. Um, and that's just based on his represented representation to me that he has 50 or 60 seats outside of his restaurant on the sidewalk. Um, Detective Lockowitz, as you know from the email correspondence, was there at least two and maybe three times to advise him of his uh, being in violation, not necessarily of the entertainment license, but in violation of disturbing the peace. Um, he has uh, reached out and, um, you know, to me and told me um, that uh, there are other restaurant holders in the city that have outdoor uh, entertainment. Uh, he mentioned specifically Razo's and Salvatore's. And I told him I thought the only difference between him and the two that he mentioned, and I have no idea whether Razo's or Salvatore's has outdoor entertainment. The only difference between them is that um, he's the only one that has complaints uh, from the public against him. Um, he went as far as to put the, the people who are in the band 
uh, in touch with me uh, because that was the only source of income they had uh, was providing entertainment down at the porch. Um, you know, one in particular was was going to be losing his housing because he couldn't um, he couldn't afford to pay rent without the income that he was getting from the porch. Long story short, um, you know, they have asked that we think about uh, outdoor entertainment um, in the future. And that both came from the, the band, people in the band who, at least one of them, and actually the landlord for one of the people in the band who was a Medford landlord called me as well um, and suggesting along with Jonathan, I believe his last name is Post, Daria. I think it's Jonathan Post, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, of the porch, um, suggesting that we think about uh, expanding ent entertainment licenses to outdoor entertainment. I told him that, you know, even if the commission was inclined to entertain, uh, expanding the license uh, to out outdoor, in my opinion, it would require numerous public hearings because every neighborhood in the city is different. And every neighborhood would have to be heard as to whether outdoor entertainment is good for their neighborhood or not. And that if we decided to go forward with opening that public process, uh, I told every one of them that it would be, you know, several weeks and potentially months before something like that could ever be entertained for a final vote. And his response to me, all three of them consistently, was if, you, if you're not going to open it up by November 1st, you might as well forget it will be in the cold weather at that point in time. And I said to him, look at, you know, the meeting, next meeting is the middle of September. I said, there's no way that we could have a public hearing involving the various neighborhoods in the city and make a conscious decision as to whether outdoor entertainment is good for those neighbors or not. Um, and I told him, and, and we can certainly discuss whether we should open up outside entertainment. I have my own personal opinion, but I'll leave that aside. And whether, um, whether that's something the commission needs to do. Um, I also told each one of them that I felt, uh, and I felt this way for many years sitting on this board, that if there was something that needed to be changed, the uh, citizens at large would be contacting one of us and saying that we need to make this change or that change to accommodate. And I haven't heard anybody uh, other than those three people make a claim that we needed to uh, expand the entertainment licenses to outdoor. So, I mean, that's sort of where we are. Um, it's obvious that none of them attended uh, this meeting today. Uh, none of them decided to, you know, even go on the agenda. Um, I don't know the basis for that. Uh, but I put it out there for discussion. And I put it out there to see if how everybody else feels, uh, whether it's even worth pursuing you know, expanding our outdoor entertainment. I think at a minimum, uh, we should we should think about uh, making sure that, you know, the rules and regulations for entertainment licenses, you know, are very clear that it doesn't include outdoor. Yeah, so, sorry, not to interrupt you, Jim, okay. but that's that's the thing that me and Scanlon, um, me and Kim Scanlon were discussing is that on the, on the rules and regulations, it does mention outside and inside yeah but then on the porch specifically it does not mention outside what was approved was just the inside because me Correct. and Kim both um looked at it and i sent it over to you because i wanted to make sure you know it was fair but um 
Well, the only thing I would say to that, Daria, is every entertainment license that we um, approved mm -hmm. had with it a floor plan. Yeah. And the floor plan, in, in my opinion, and this is purely from memory, never included outside no. uh, as part yeah, of it entertainment. No. So um, I, I would I would just say to Kim that, you know, the floor plan, uh, and I agree with her that the rules and regulations do not explicitly say um, outdoor entertainment is excluded. But I think based on the evidence that the uh, floor plan was included in, you know, and in many cases, let's just stay with the porch, it included a stage and variety of items, whether it be yeah. TV or, or sound. That's what the entertainment license covered, in my opinion. And yeah, Alan, no, yeah, she she agrees with that a hundred percent. That was what we discussed, but she did want nope. the the mission to be aware that um, on the rules and regulations, and I can scan it into you. It does because you know I haven't looked at all of it because there's so much of it. But the ones that's on the website that she printed off it was stated that outside and inside. So right. that was all. But the port specifically specifically applies to them is that they were not approved for outside. That's right. So that's right. Can I ask a question? Absolutely. And kind of to Daria and Jim and you know if Alan knows, but is any outside entertainment allowed in Medford anywhere? Yeah. No, we, we have we have allowed it. They get a one a one day uh, license to have something outside, but but never you know never in a um like a confined area where the porches, and I, I do agree with Jim. I mean, we we would really have to <clears throat> study that to make sure we're not um, causing trouble in other neighborhoods. You know, because you usually think of oh, if they're going to have something in the park or in the parking lot, some some open space uh, where people can gather and and listen to some music or something or um, folk dance. That's one thing, but you know, if we if we don't really analyze this and we just open it up, you're right. They, you know, you could have block giant block parties with bands, and you know, it, it could lead to all sorts of problems. But but yeah, the answer to your question is yeah, there have been one day licenses outside, but not per <clears throat> not like permanent one day license. No, um, I mean, I actually, you know, I agree that it's. I think it's a little over our head to say that they could have outdoor outdoor you know entertainment in that complex that if you rented that complex or whatever own a condo right above them you know for them to have an outdoor concert right outside of there every night i mean i do feel for those people like and i understand why they complain i don't know if that's that seems more like a zoning question or um, um I, I don't know that just seems out of our domain a little bit it, to say that that's that that's outright allowed. Um, but what about uh, just something on this, the recorded music in the Somerville one, which um, which I also actually don't, you know, I look at and I say, well, this Somerville requirements, maybe it wouldn't hurt to send it to everybody, but is there a real, has there been a real reason to send it to everybody? And if there has not, I do think that these restaurants have a lot of, you know, they have a lot, a lot coming at them anyway. And if we don't really have to, if, if we don't have a reason to send this out to them, 
right. because of, you know, I walk through Medford Square at night and I don't see overcrowded restaurants and I don't see a bunch of college kids. Honestly, I think square is different, you know? Yeah. And I think if something was going on, the mayor's office would have heard about it. When the porch, you know, when the music started happening with the porch, we were getting, you know, emails, calls, um, same with like college students going back. So I think because people are so, um, on alert about the students that I think we would have heard by now that there was an issue. And if there's yeah. going to be an issue down the line, I think we should let the restaurants know, um, right. you know, to make sure to follow the guidelines. But that's right. I think yeah. right now, I think, I think uh, what the porch said to me about Salvatore's is they have um, speakers playing recorded music. I assume it's a station of some sort. And I think the same thing is what he told me about Razo's. Um, I think, you know, one of the things that bothers me the most relative to the porch and Detective Lockowitz focused on it, um, you know, is that even after, you know, two or three visits by the police department, specifically Detective Lockowitz, who understood the rules and regulations and explained them in detail, you know, there was still a lack of, I'm going to call respect for the neighborhood um, by the porch. Um, and Detective Lockowitz, um, lobbied heavily with me to bring the porch in front of this commission for potential sanctions. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a little reluctant to go down that road, um, you know, given everything that's going on with the pandemic and the, the restaurants at large. Um, I think, you know, it took him, you know, probably three weeks to respond to get the band uh, discontinued. Uh, which I'm not happy with, and I'm not happy with the fact that he uh, was, you know, not responsive to Detective Lockowitz, but I'm also sensitive to the fact that, you know, we're dealing in very difficult times right now. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. I think we have to be patient. Um, yeah. And I think we have to be, um, you know, we, we have to, as I said to the porch, you know, we're here, we serve the people, the citizens of the city of Medford. So if you've got issues with your neighbors, I mean, they have as much standing as, as you do. Um, I, you know, and, and I told them how disappointed I was with them, but uh, subject to what, you know, the rest of you think, um, I'm inclined, to, you know, and because it did resolve itself after three weeks, I'm inclined to um, let it go for the time if everybody else is in agreement. Yeah. No, I I agree, Ben. I just pulled out my copy of the uh, the entertainment license and rules. Yeah, and under the requirements is A and B. And if you just indulge me, it says um, A. It says no entertainment at a licensed premises may be conducted in a manner such that the noise from the entertainment arises to a nuisance to those persons or entities located outside the boundaries of the premises. So that was, that was one of the requirements for the entertainment. And then B, it says no entertainment at the licensed premises may be conducted in a manner such that the noise from the entertainment can be heard in personal residences located outside the boundaries of the premises. It is the, the intent herein to protect the integrity of residential neighborhoods. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I think yeah. A and B kind of address you know, if if he did come to us to talk about a, um, an entertainment license to have an outdoor band, I mean, 
right there, A and B would be in conflict because of how close the tenants are or how close the buildings are. And that music just, you know, carries right up the building lines. And, and I think it was one tenant was complaining. She couldn't hear the, the Bruins game. Not that, you know, the Bruins got knocked out. Goodbye. Bees, but, but yeah, I mean, it's evident that that music must carry all in those, those narrow corridors. Oh yeah. And Alan, you were concerned about that when we uh, approved the entertainment license and you asked a question about whether there's going to be insulation in the ceiling, extra insulation to prevent the noise from traveling through the floor uh, above the restaurant into the uh, residential. That's right. Because, uh, you know, Dara, to your point, I'm glad you guys can, you uh, agree with us, but when we approved that entertainment license, you know, there was clearly a stage and he, they were so proud of telling us what, you know, what the different bands they had lined up and the music and the entertainment in, in, in Jim is right. The chair is right. I was concerned about all that sound, you know, whether it were proper sound bats into the ceiling to prevent all the music from inside making its way into the other uh, apartment owners. Yeah. Yeah, I have experience building with that and adding units above a restaurant. And it was the restaurant really didn't want it because the restaurant gets complaints from residents. This is in like South End Boston and stuff. Um, we had to put a lot of soundproofing between the unit uh, to get to get okay to even build the unit. This is like going the other way almost. My client wanted to build a, a residential, but. Yeah, I think if they kept making noise, this, you know, they would never go away, this problem. We would, you would hear complaints from the residents and it could get really bad. And I, yeah, and I, I don't, I don't know that that's what they signed up for when they rented there. Well, you know, it's kind of funny you mentioned that signing up because that was one of the positions that uh, Post made with me. He said, look at, he said, um, most of the residences upstairs only have one year leases. He said, I'm here on a long-term lease. You got to take care of me. I said, you know what? Let me give you my answer to that. Every citizen in the city of Medford, whether you're here for five hours, five days, five months, or five years, is entitled to enjoy peace and quiet in their home. I said, I don't care how long your lease is, and I don't care how long the leases are of the residences. They're yeah. entitled to peace and quiet. You're obstructing that peace and quiet. That's a problem for me. Yeah. At home. Yeah. Yeah. At home. That's exactly yeah. right. That's a problem for me. I know. I mean, and to Al- what Alan just read there clearly states, I mean, so if it's Razo's, with the, with they, you know, a, if you can hear it from their parking lot, it's a little different. That's right. Well, the or other issue I said to him when he raised Razo's, as I said here a minute ago, the issue with Razo's and Salvatore's is I haven't got one phone call that any of the neighbors are upset about it. Yeah. I said, that tells me that they're doing it in a respectful way to the neighborhood. And if, you're not. If they're, if they're doing it. If they're if they doing that, right. Yeah. Good point. If they're yeah. doing it. I don't know if they are. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's a that's a good good reaction to that, Jim, because we don't right. We know what we know. We know what we that's get right. old and what gets that's right. to us. Exactly. And uh yeah, I don't see how we could get on board with saying, well, you should be able to have an outdoor venue. Even though I'm sympathetic to it. I know they have a two million dollar renovation they put into that place. I know yep. that they're Probably had, you know, not in a good good situation, but yeah, it was a big right. commitment. They made a big commitment. That's right. Yeah. They did. They did. Yeah. So I guess what I'm hearing is there's no need to address it at the moment. No. In terms no. Of, I, uh, 
that that old phrase, um, the wants of the few don't ex exceed the, the the needs of the many. You know, it just that's right. You know, if there's three of them and and we haven't heard from anybody else all throughout the community, the city. That's right. I, I think we're we're fine for now the way we're handling it. I think so too. Yeah. And I think we'll look to address the um, rules and regulations in the entertainment licenses, Dara, Dari rather, I'm sorry. Um, you know, at the end of the year, when we um, uh, issue the new entertainment licenses, uh, we'll uh, make changes to the rules and regulations so that there's no, even though I, I agree with Alan, I think there's enough in there. I think we'll tighten it up even further so that there's no misunderstanding on anybody's part. So at the time, at the end of the year, you wish a new entertainment licenses every December, right? Okay. Is that right, Dario? I think is when you do it. Um, I think it's December when you do the yeah. licenses. Yeah. So my suggestion is every, everybody get a new rules and regulations uh, at that point in time. So we yeah, should. Because I got um I got everything from the state. I think last week or this this week maybe might might have been Monday. Um, to start the process, so I'm gonna start working on that. Hopefully, so maybe if I could ask, uh, Alan, could you take a look at those rules and regulations and maybe just pencil in some changes to tighten up the uh, we have it out there already, and maybe we can deal with it in either October or November. Yeah, yeah, I can look at it and. And, and make some tweaks, sure. Right, right. Yep. Right. And I don't know if, if, if you want, maybe Daria can contact Somerville and get a copy of their rules and regulations for their entertainment licenses. I think we did that when we put these in place, but but maybe yeah. it's worth just checking again. Yeah, and, and mind you, you know, it, it isn't a bad idea. I mean, because uh, these were put in place March of 2016. Right, so you it's know, time. So, so maybe it's it is time, time to... To look back at it and, and and see what needs to be tightened up or, or loosened up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, if you could at some point just reach out to some old. Okay. And ask them for a copy of this. Were you saying something? Ben, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Indoor indoor entertainment is that just on not happening yet, not allowed yet by Governor Baker's orders. Um, I haven't received anything from ABCC for that change so i don't think that's i don't think that's allowed yet correct it's not allowed in, in inside yet and that that was part of the argument that the porch kept on making was if we're not allowed to do it inside we should be allowed to do it outside yeah well i'm wondering is you know when are they going to be allowed to do it inside again and then oh 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 i see what your question is um i don't and we i don't think anybody knows i think it might be a little while i think it's going to be a while yeah now, is it my understanding that they're allowing outside until December 1st? Is that yeah. what I thought I... Yeah. And now they're allowing heaters. They can have heaters outside too? Right. And there's state grants to buy the heaters for the restaurants. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, December 1st. Yeah. I my, did read that. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Everybody's got their own little crystal ball here. But my gut tells me we're going to be we're gonna be fighting this for a while, I think. Yeah. Um, time will tell. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. I hope you're wrong, but who yeah. knows? Yeah. I hope I'm wrong, too. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and J Jim, I wanted to also just say thank you. Well, just you I feel like you dealt with that situation very well. Oh, like thank a pro with, you know, getting the calls and, and talking to the, you know, talking to upset uh, 
band, you know, the band and, and everything like that. I know that can be, that can be tricky, you know, where there's sort of maybe, so I, I think it was just probably, you know, Oh, thank you. It was well uh, handled. I told every one of them, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to talk to them. My phone is always available. Right, and I'll be happy right. to talk to them. They may not like the answer, but that's, that's, and none of them like the answer, but that's the way it, it, uh, it's going to be. I'll, I'll do first and foremost, you know, what's best for the city. But I'm learning from that. I'm just seeing yeah. how you dealt with that situation. That was, you know, that was good. And, you know, you didn't take it personally and you dealt oh, no. with it and talked to them about it. And uh, no. I think you, you did everybody the best, you know, you did the best you could on it for sure. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I didn't put it on the agenda. I figured if anybody saw it on the agenda, it wasn't meant to hide it, but I, I was, I just wanted to tell you, uh, my fellow members, you know, what, what we went through and, and my personal opinion and just, just, uh, you know, have a dialogue about it, you know? Yeah. Um, no other reason. Yeah. So thank you. I appreciate Very good. That. Yep. So. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else, Daria? Um, no, that was it. Anybody else? Any comments? No. Suggestions? Uh, we're, back, we're back on our normal meetings. The summer went fast, guys. Yeah, it really happened. That it did. Boy, we're into the fall already. Boy, it's dark in the morning coming to work, I'll tell you. That's true. That's true. Boy, boy. And then November 1st, we turn the clocks back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't even remind me of that. I know. I hate that time of the year. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. I hate it. So if we're back on our normal schedule, uh, October 21st, would that be the next meeting, the third Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Just to make sure I'm back on schedule. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to um, – the Hyatt place is going to send me all of their ducks. Right. So I'm going to send it to you guys, hopefully this week or next week before they can advertise. So we can say, all right, this looks good. And we can, I will give her, I'll give the person the information to advertise. So I don't know if Ben yeah. and Alan are aware. They're in receivership, the Hyatt hotel um, yep. nationwide. The um, foreclosure complaint was filed in Florida. Um, and it's public information. They, um, I forget the exact dollar amount on 35 Hyatts throughout the nation. They missed their July payment um, on like $800 million in debt. And so the judge um, allowed them uh, to go into receivership, has appointed a, um, uh, a receiver um, who is going to be coming before us to transfer the liquor license uh, into their uh, hands. Uh, I suspect at some point, uh, once things resolve themselves on COVID, um, we will see some kind of a, uh, uh, either a sale or an auction or something will happen uh, with the Meds and Hyatt, which is the only one I'm really wow. interested in. Wow, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Thanks for the update. I didn't know. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, Okay. So I think we're back on regular schedule, third Wednesday yep. of every month, and we'll um, um, yeah. we'll uh, get through the fall and we'll get through this COVID. Hopefully, everybody's families stay safe and and well, and and uh, we'll be able to continue on. Very good. Thank All you. Right. All right. Uh, motion I motion to adjourn. to adjourn. Yeah. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Thank All right. You. Thank Speak you guys. Take care. Take Be care. safe. Thanks. You too. Be, Be safe. Bye, everybody.